listening to Our Child with Dave and Teddy. Well, here we are. We're here again, aren't we? Here again for the first time. I'm Teddy. I'm Tom. And you're listening to Our, Our Child. Child. Episode two of season three. It's episode two of the trilogy. And uh, that's enough rhyming for one day because that's, I think that's far too much rhyming for one day. I'm here with my good friend, Tom. That's me. Veteran of Footlights. Now a snake oil salesman. Uh, so the press would, would tell you. And that is, of course, London slang for software developer, engineer. That's me. And uh, basically, I just thought, well, last session we got a, a, a bit of a neek on. Nice facial hair, but otherwise not really anything interesting. He's brought to the table. So we thought this time we'd be branch out and get an actual adult who's stood the test of time, graduated, working for himself and also for the society at large, paying taxes, being a good member of society. Speaking of being good members of society, we were just discussing whilst that song, Bring Me The Horizon, Diamonds Aren't Forever from their album Suicide Season was playing, that we were doing really beneficial things for the environment. The environment, yeah. I think... Primarily, the thing that attacks most households is the use of non-renewable energy. So my household, we used a lot of non-renewable energy. We used obviously lots of petrol. We used coal as well, even for the uh, the cold winter nights. And so we decided to just not... And what were you talking about? Well, I've got one, actually. So if you ever purchased uh, the four cans of something, of a soft drink, what often is the case is, is they, they have a sort of four plastic rings. Yeah, and it turns out that uh, if wait, you just wait, 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 sorry, those those rings are to contain the tin of long soft drink. Yes, the the long soft drink, the soft wheat drink. The problem is uh, if you just throw those in the bin, they can actually end up in the ocean, and um, poor little turtles and stuff get caught in the nets. So what a lot of people do is they uh, they take a pair of scissors and they they just cut each of the four circles and break the circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like to do <laughs> is uh, cut three of the circles and then stretch the fourth circle nice and big because I'm going for the big <laughs> I'm going for the big hairs. Um, you know, I'm trying to catch a raccoon or something like that. Yeah. Uh, next, time, next time David Williams does his cross-channel swim gets garroted by <laughs> No, that would be nice. But yeah, my my, sort of, my dream is to sort of see my my ring packaging just after one of those clips of a seabird covered in oil that you see <laughs> uh, around the neck of sort of an alligator or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, a salt water alligator. Yeah, uh, salt in the sea, isn't there? Yeah, salt in the sea, salt salt in the earth. We're salt of the earth, aren't we? No. Speaking of salt of the earth. We've got a message from our sponsor saying, uh, if you play this on your show, we'll give you lots of money. So we'll just go and play it now. Yeah, thank you, sponsor. Yeah, of course, I pay attention to the stock market. Yeah, stock market is money, and it's always about investing right at the time and then selling at the right time. Otherwise, you know, what's the point? You're not making any money then, are you? Well, I guess when you think about profit, it's like you buy something for an inexpensive amount of money, and then you're selling it for more money. So have you got a friend that's always talking about the stock market? It's toxic, isn't Annoying, it? isn't it? The environment when you're trying to sell. And we sell. can weed out the noise. And that's why you should always trust HIC Energy Services. Thank you and good night. All right, that was lovely, actually. And true to their words, we played it. I've checked my nondescript mobile touchscreen phone and got a large reservoir of cash. Yeah, thank you, sponsor. Thank um, you, sponsor, for that. I've got to say, I would definitely buy or rent the product that our sponsor I definitely sells. use, drink, read, gift, uh, utilise, climb the, 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 the vended item from or, our sponsor. Or, if applicable, insert. Speaking of insertion, we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're quite big fans of grime. So we're going to play an next song for you. This is That's Not Me by the one and only Skepta. And there he is. There he is. That's not me. That's not me. At like a postman. That's not me. At like a postman. That's not me. Delivering post. I wear Gucci. And here is Skepta in the studio. Big up Skepta. Are you in live recording? Yeah. He's nodded. Yes. He can't because he's got the microphone by his mouth. Are you right? Got a cup of tea, Skepta. He's 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 shaking his head. He's, okay, he's doing something with his with his middle finger. Okay, this is that's not me. Live in the studio with Skepta. Big up Skepta. Nah, nah, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin Cause that's not me, true I used to look like you, but dressing like a mess Nah, that's not me 
It's the return of the Mac I'm still alive just like Tupac Girls in the front row, girls in the back Spit one lyric, everybody's like bruh Flashback to the cold nights in the trap Now I'm in a new whip, counting a big stack Yellow gold chain and the diamonds are black Jack me, nah, you don't wanna do that Anytime you see me wearing a glove Boy, better know I ain't come here to fight like Jet Li Spray this till the clip is empty I know you get what I'm saying, you get me Love for the G's and the N's But we don't love no girls in the ends. Last time I fell in love with a skeptic But trust me, I will never do that again Nah, that's not me Act like a waste man, that's not me Sex any girl, nah, that's not me Lips any girl, nah, that's not me Yeah, I used to wear LV, put it all in the bin Cause that's not me True, I used to look like you But dressing like a mess, nah, that's not me See me, I come from the roads Bricks wanna try and put Skepta on hold But no, bad boy, I've been one of those Wake up, cool, you would get one of those One to the eyeball, one to the nose I don't really care about your postcode Take your girl, no dinner, no rolls Two minutes in my bedroom, no clothes Girls everywhere, girls in the club Looking at me, trying to make a black man blush Girls on the high street, girls on the bus But these niggas wanna hang around us, that's us I don't wanna see a stone island, cuz Man talk shit, I just smile and flush I'm looking for a girl with the X factor But I don't judge like Simon does From day one, I said I was serious, then serious hit the jackpot. People ask what music I make, turn the volume up, cause that's what. I don't wear no bait designer brands, I spit deep bars on my black top. You'll never see me smoking a cigarette car, cigarette smoke car, that's not me. No, that's not me. No, that's not. When I'm on a mic in a rave, I got the whole crowd bubbling like a crackpot. See me and stepped up in a video with a nostalgic backdrop. There'll never be a day when I don't make music, cause silent, no, that's not me. No, that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, no, that's not me. Lips any girl, no, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but just like a mess, no, 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 that's not me. Act like a waste man, that's not me. Sex any girl, no, that's not me. Lips any girl, no, that's not me. Yeah, I used to wear Gucci, I put it all in the bin, cause that's not me. True, I used to look like you, but just like a mess, no, that's not me.
was The King by Enter Jakari. And before that was That's Not Me by the one and only Skepta. He's now left the studio now. He had a train to catch back yeah. to Nam. He will not be getting paid. He will not be getting paid. He left before we divvied out the, should we say, at least five digits of cash money we got from at our sponsor. five, and indeed at most. We need to continue endorsing our sponsor. We love our sponsor. We love listening to the sponsor. Everything the sponsor said, put this in writing, we agree with every single word the sponsor said. I wish I could sponsor the sponsor. But then obviously we'd be at a deficit. I know, but they're that good. They're that good, it's worth going to a deficit. A bit like this Tory government, right? <laughs> Was, we actually got some emails from the last episode. This one was from Clive Sanderson, no relation, who said, Oi, mate. Not a great start to an email. It's not a good opener. Oi, mate. Um, not going to lie. Bit crap. Uh, I, could, I could just ignore that bit. Too much satire. You're not funny. You're not clever. You stanky as. Much love, Clive Sanderson. So I think the much love might be a bit sarcastic there. Why end on the much love? Yours angrily. It's normally what I do when I sign off my letter to Richard Dawkins or whoever. Your weekly letter. Input random B or C list celebrity in there who I send letters to. No one says letters anymore because it's a good way to transfer the virus. Last week we spoke about how COVID was only a Belgium problem because I thought the reason that we were all quarantined was because because of the environment, of, right. of, the, of what we we're just talking about, the pollution, the air quality and stuff. But it turns out it's not just affecting people in Belgium. It's also affecting people who are just really sexy. So obviously we're at massive danger here. So we are isolating for two reasons now. I'm sorry for too, too much that out. We're going to try and dial that down just a little bit, just a little bit. So, we, you, know, so you don't get alienated because you're not looking at BBC News app. Dun, 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 dun. No, that was that wasn't. Oh, oh, what one is that? That wasn't that. You mean to say that wasn't the BBC News app, and that was just our mouths doing the sounds? It might that might have been. I think it's time for oh, name that tune. This is a classic song. I'm saying within the realms of it's either the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, one of those. Mm. I'm thinking classic song, right? And here we go. He is quite superstitious, and the writing's on the wall. I was born in Michigan, and I can't really see at all. Okay, I want to know your immediate thoughts right now. Immediately, in my head, just Dizzy Rascal. I'm not saying it is Dizzy Rascal, but the the concept of Dizzy Rascal has come into my head, and I think that that must mean something. So we're thinking mid-tier grime musician. Really um, Boy in the Corner is a great album, but he's pla- he's plateaued. Yeah, I'm and thinking not just his music. He's literally just constantly in a plank position. <laughs> it's more the sort of like musicians I liked when I was 13 genre. Oh, it's I not especially the grime aspect. So a bit of Lincoln Park, a bit of New- Lincoln Park. A bit of, uh, it could be well Lincoln Park. I don't think it is Link- Lincoln Park. <laughs> Why not? What about that? It doesn't scream Lincoln Park to you? Well, because you said it. Balls. Okay. Well, Lincoln Park is off the list, but there's, as you know, there are quite a few other recording artists. Why are you saying there. it like like that, Lincoln Park? Huh? Why are you saying it like LinkedIn Park? The website. Lincoln Park, like Abraham Lincoln. Oh, sorry, I don't follow sports. Do you want to listen to that one more time? I will do. Actually, he's quite superstitious, and the writing is on the wall. I was born in Michigan, and I can't really see at all. Now I want to bury down, so so you can get two routes here. You can go down the purely musical, and obviously we're competent musicians. That's that should be tackleable by us. But then there's also the other element, which is the lyrics. And I have to warn you, music might be different. The lyrics might be different. They both might be indistinguishable from the original and they both might be from a different song. So there's theoretically might bear no resemblance to the original. I can't promise that, but it could be that. Are you sure it's not Dizzy Rascal? Should we look one more time, just the beginning? I need to hear it again, I think. Phil Collins? Well, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking, is, Philly, is your Philly Cole reference linked to what you think Dizzy Rascal is, or is it the polar opposite of what Dizzy Rascal is? I'm just thinking of the movie Tarzan. Oh, Son of Man. Yeah, let it could your, be. Could let be. your heart decide. Your kids were killed in the jungle. That's what happens to Tarzan's kids got killed <laughs> right at the beginning. Gets murked by like a massive lion or something. Yeah, that was actually quite gruesome. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. I think we'll play it one more time. Will we have one more listen, just in case yeah. it's not Phil Collins? I'm pretty sure at this point. 
is quite superstitious. And the writing's on the wall. I was born in Michigan. And I can't really see at all. It's definitely a musician. Okay, well, who does that one? You're in a really, really good position now. Is this a carpenter or is it some upholsterer? No, no, no. No, it's definitely a musician. Definitely a musician. I'm thinking this musician either sort of plays an instrument or sings or maybe both. No, there are quite a few because obviously big up Freddie Mercury and it's not Freddie Mercury and just in case you were thinking that, um, but he famously played an instrument and sung. Just a fun fact for you at home. But I, so did this person, I think. Um, what did the lyrics say? Like, was I supposed to be listening to this? So there's three times you listen to music. So the, the, most of the lyrics was... No, 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 no. Ah, no, no, no. See, because I think you've just noticed that it's an a cappella arrangement of the song, <laughs> right? And that, <laughs> what, I, can see, really? I can see how that might have thrown you off. But if you listen to, listen to maybe not the lowest part, I think there's at least four different parts of the, uh, the harmony. I thought it was broken. I think, should don't, listen to the lyrics. This is the last. Uh, I lied another listen. This will be your final listener because I, I, I think that was the fifth time, and that is the maximum. So okay, listen right. to the lyrics, right? He's quite superstitious, and the writing's on the wall. I was born in Michigan, and I can't really see at all. No, 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 no. Okay, so after your fifth and final listening of that, do you have a, shall we say, an idea of who it might be? Well, so what really helped this time was I did listen to the words. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned born in Michigan, all right, um, which narrows it down quite a lot. It does, it does. Not just to country, but also to state of the United States of America. That does, and if I'd heard that, I would never even have thought of Dizzy Rascal. <laughs> to be fair, yeah. Um, <laughs> honesty, but I'm I'm getting the sense that this is a sort of um, a, a blind pianist musician who who plays lots of uh, sort of experimental jazzy uh, chords and and progressions and music. So. Uh, I'm going to say that this is Wonder If It's Superstitious by Stevie. <laughs> Big old Stevie, Stevie who? Stevie Nicks. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Superstitious. <laughs> by Wonder If It's Stevie. You know, I'm actually going to give it to you. Oh, you're, very yes. you're very close. Yes. That was obviously Superstitious by Stevie Wonder. And I think when you listen to it all the time, with that, with that ear lens of knowing who it is, I think the song will make a lot more sense when we listen through it this time. Right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. You ready? <laughs> He's quite superstitious. And the writing is on the wall. I was born in Michigan. And I can't really see at all. No, 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 no. Ah, uh, what bit's obvious to you now? I can't see at all. And obviously Stevie Wonder always performed in the dark. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he always wore those really ridiculous sunglasses. He that did. Meant, like, no wonder I can't see. <laughs> no, you can't see through those. Oh, that's lovely, isn't it? Oh, wonderful. Oh, hang on. I think it's, I'll just check my nondescript watch that also links to my nondescript touchscreen phone. And it's time for Plinky, Plinky Blunky, Blunky Dinky, Dinky Donkey Weird Weird News. news. There it is. There we go. It's time for the news now. Obviously, obviously it's Tom who's my newsreader today because Tom Hindle couldn't be here today because he's too busy fighting sharks. And obviously Dave is still in Orlando, Florida. So my newsreader today is Tom Hidden. Feel like it's royalty. Overall good chap. Reputable source and passionate lover. Would you say so, Mr. Mr. So, Tom. What you got for me? Got some news for you today. This news comes from the Metro website. Okay. So. Now, we were talking about last week, very quickly, how we do like to even keel BBC News, yeah? yeah. We've also got a bit of a Daily Mail. But we've got a bit of the Daily Mail as well. Got a son, a bit of a spectator. Now, you've gone from, shall we say, the bottom of the poo barrel when it comes to news outlets. I really have. It's, but it's nice. It's not crispy, crunchy poo. It's nice, creamy Creamy, creamy poo. It's, it's lovely, yeah, because it, it tastes bad, but it goes down smooth. Um, <laughs> that's the Metro. That's, you can have that, Metro. Um, today's story, I tried, a lot of the news, obviously, at the moment is it's unreadable. It's so depressing. But I, so I decided to go for one on the lighter side. This is a story that comes from Metro.co.uk. Man's pet geese mm-hmm. come with him to the pub wearing special nappies. Oh, that's a lovely piece of news. Okay, I'm going to narrow it down very, very quickly. Are we talking West Country of England? Uh, no, we're not. But um, Where are we talking? It is in England. We're in the North England. We are. 
Okay, that was my second guess, which is good. Because it was my second guess. Yeah. It was my second guess. It was my second, I guess. Carry on with the story. Right. <laughs> so a man who adopted two pet geese during lockdown has started uh, taking them to his local pub wearing nappies. I will say that I'm actually glad he did adopt the geese because for a second there, I thought he just shot them out of his... So His goose hole. <laughs> he did, yes, he didn't abduct them or create them. So this guy, Sven Kirby, 34, is regularly spotted walking the birds whose names are Norbert, mm-hmm. very distinguished gentleman, and Beep Beep. Beep, beep, boop, boop, little goose, goose. Two little geese. Or gooses. Which one is it? Um, which one, Norbert or beep, beep? No, as in like plurals. They're both a goose. Okay, fair enough. So you bought them for 40 quid each, and they don't wear nappies at home. They have free reign at home. Uh, and spent, they, <laughs> if you know what I mean. To just project ass ham all over the wall, whichever yeah, they want to. It's, it's unlivable. Uh, yeah. It's stench. It's unbelievable. Uh, the Geneva Convention does not apply in Sven Kirby's house. <laughs> naturally, they interviewed him. I was going to say, naturally, they interviewed the geese. Sven, now this is really going to surprise you. Sven, who lives on his own. <laughs> Well, don't lose the two geese, to be fair. <laughs> to be fair. Um, <laughs> so discounting the non-human uh, residents. Who lives, lives with own. his wife and two kids. <laughs> yeah. And that's kind of two geese <laughs> fluttering around the place. That's why he... Shiting up the walls. That's why he, he reared two incontinent geese. Because <laughs> he's, he's got a lot going for him. So they did interview him. He says, I know a goose is a strange pet, but it's something different. So, uh, so you've got to get one, you've got to get two then, actually. It's something different that I have wanted for a while. He goes on to say, I could have got a dog. So he did realise that. I know you were probably thinking, <laughs> you were probably thinking it didn't occur to him. Would, would you go, like, I just mentioned this, though, a dog must be pretty equivalent to a goose. Not two geese, though. No. I say two geese is probably a bit difficult. Yeah, I could have got a dog. So one dog he was thinking of getting, but instead went for two, two geese. geese. But as I worked full time, I didn't think that was very fair. Uh, geese require much less attention, mm-hmm. especially if you don't toilet train them. Uh, he doesn't say that. I love the two of them. They're brilliant characters and great fun to keep as pets. I mean, you can't say fairer than that. Right. It's quite a morbid thought I just had, but <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure... A goose you can get in the shops around Christmas time can be less than 40 quid. Can be, and a lot easier to deal with. No nappies required. No. Although, my nan used to put a nappy on the goose when she put it in the oven when she cooking it for Christmas. Oh, bless her. Do you know why she did that? Uh, no idea. Mental. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, God rest her soul. So, uh, this is another bit that's really going <laughs> to surprise you. Uh, there's more. Hang on. There's more to this story. <laughs> there is. There is. Sven first got the idea of keeping geese a few years ago when he was in York, uh, and there's, again, this part's going to surprise you. Visiting his then girlfriend. Right. Was this the straw that broke the camel's back? This might have been the deal breaker. Okay. Yeah, my ex wasn't too keen on the idea, so when we broke up, I decided it was my chance to finally do it. I'm not sure that's a reliable account of what happened. I think probably what might have happened is that he put the order in without speaking to her first because mm. he's a madman. Mm-hmm. And then when she was quite understandably surprised and disappointed and upset, he took it out on her and she, for her own safety, decided to leave him and his geese. And he actually, he does actually give us some factoids about the geese. They're both male, they're from the same clutch. Beep Beep is named after the sound that the bird makes, actually. I could have guessed that, actually. But, well, he's told you just in case. And Norbert's name remains a mystery. He doesn't actually explain that. <laughs> Good. Uh, As in, we asked him, he thought, oh, it's a nice name. Well, remains a mystery, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Must be. He really used up all his creative power on Norbert, didn't he? I don't think that sentence has ever been said ever on earth. <laughs> there you go. Right, well, that was positively enlightening. Drink tea? Oh, no. No, we don't do it at the end. Oh, okay, sorry. And if you think I'm going to edit that out, you're mistaken. I didn't realise you edited this. No, neither the audience. I think next one we're going to play is, is a cheeky bit of Madonna. It's from a soundtrack and it's called Crazy For You from the film 13 Going On 30. Big up Madonna, here we go. Swaying room as the music starts Strangers making the most of the dark Two by two
recognize that from the film 13 going on 30 that is crazy for you by madonna i'm teddy and i'm also teddy and i'm tom and we are our child. child so you've got for me a game now normally i come up with the games and my guest has to, has to sit through them this time i'm in the competitor's seat i'm in the competitor's mood and i'm ready for me what have you got for me this is an original game by myself tom which i like to call bolly what right i'm sneaking suspicion i know where this might be going you'll probably be wrong so there's a great selection of films on netflix in particular you can filter down by genre and just get the bollywood films uh which why is why i did you? why wouldn't you know? why wouldn't you because in bollywood they can get away with some pretty strange plot choices so what I've got for you are some pretty out there Bollywood films. Each round, I'm going to name and describe three of them for you. Okay. I'll, I'll use their English names. All right. Um, and you're going to have to tell me which of the three I made up. Uh, and- so those ones won't be real. So yeah, this is just a total cold. You just got to listen to them and make your guess. No right. follow-up questions. Okay. okay. Round one. Our first film is Pizza. One night, a pizza delivery boy is out on a delivery and discovers that the house he's delivering to is haunted with the ghosts of its previous occupants. Later in the film, he steals $20 million worth of diamonds from his boss and hides them in the haunted house. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. This next one, I'm Always Here. (laughs) That's the name of the film. An army major goes undercover as a college student. (laughs) Of course he does! Uh, His mission is both professional and personal, to protect his general's daughter from a radical militant and also to find his estranged half-brother. Bloody hell, well, that's quite a, that's a mission statement and a half. It's amazing that both those missions happen to coincide in the same university. Well, that's what they say. I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they call it, I'm always here. Uh, <laughs> okay, first film. Film number three. <laughs> On target. A female assassin is hired to murder the president of India. Instead, she unexpectedly falls in love with him and they elope together after the president fakes his own death. Uh, it's less of a plot summary and more of an actual synopsis while I watch the film. Yeah, don't bother watching the film now. <laughs> um, I know a lot of you guys are probably like setting up like a, a, a schedule of, of Netflix films to watch, but that's, you can't have that one anymore. The first one sounds like it is an American film, something that you'd find on Netflix, but a Western film, because there's nothing about that that necessarily screams Bollywood to you. That being said, I know that in Bollywood and Nollywood films, they do like to take Western film ideas, film tropes. There's a uh, Bollywood film, I believe, called Robot, and that is basically Indian Terminator. That sort of appropriation of, of Western cinema tropes done in a really fun, exuberant way has been number four. So whilst at face value, I think the first film, Pizza, 
might sound more Western. I might say... Do you want to hear the film titles again? Yes, one more time. Number one is Pizza. Number two, I'm Always Here. Number three, On Target. I don't believe you made up a Bollywood film called I'm Always Here. I don't believe that in a single second. I'm not allowed to say anything. I do not believe, because that's not... That's not like a thriller or a romance. doesn't sound like a Bollywood film, unless it's a very good translation. But again, is he always there? I don't... Well, I'm not allowed to say anything. But right. he is. I don't go if I'm always here. I made up I'm always here? Yeah. Incorrect. No way! The Tom original was on target. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh! The presidential assassination love story. I need to watch these films. <laughs> I want to watch these films. Yeah, oh. obviously, well, one in three you won't be able to watch uh, because I made them up. Oh, of course, there's only two there. Two, but you can watch those ones. Sounds rather nice. Does, doesn't it, Marco? Speaking of sounding rather nice, it's now time for my favourite segment. This is Who is the Hoodie? She's So this fella is at face value, a very nice fella, quite charming, successful. He's from New Jersey. His name's Joe. And he, as a lot of people do, at a nightclub, met a girl who was quite interested and very charmingly gave her his number. And he was very charming, according to the girl. She, her name is Julia, as you'll hear. And he was very nice. He asked her if she wanted to get dinner sometime. And she was like, oh, that's very sweet. I'm actually not over my boyfriend because we had just broken up. And he was like, I understand that, I understand that, but please just consider letting me take you out for dinner. He was very nice. And so she actually gave him his number, you know, the whole give you the phone and the calling, so a bit cheeky, but she, he has her phone now and it's fine. But he didn't give any odd vibes, creepy vibes at all. He seemed very nice. The next morning, she received something from him and it wasn't an image, so don't... That's where my mind first went when I heard about the story. It's not an image. It wasn't a text, though. It was something a little bit more personal. It was, in fact, a two-minute-long video. Good morning, Julia. It's me, Joe. Just wanted to say hi. Wish you a great day. Tell you that meeting you yesterday and getting a look at you was probably one of the greatest moments of my life. (laughs) You were so beautiful. (laughs) You don't know how beautiful you are to me. It presumptuous. I mean, just you're gorgeous, you're precious. Uh, and uh, but it's been sitting in my mind when you said to me you want to go back with your ex-boyfriend. Please erase him from your memory. Oh, don't ever go back in the past. I know, because I've been there, and I understand when you know you're trying to find somebody and you go on dates, and nothing compares. I mean, he's t- he's talking from the heart. Apart from a few maybe over embellishments and a few just being a bit intense. He's speaking quite a bit of sense. I'm very worried because I'm seeing the timestamp 41 seconds. I'm seeing we've got another almost a minute and a half of this. And it's not good already, is it? It's not going very well. I will say that his goatee is appalling. It's not a goatee. It looks like he's actually has got a beard and sh- shaved off a rough approximation of where, I said, like two inches from his mouth in circumference. It is offensive. It's bad. It looks like his mouth has been doing the job of a B-Day. Let's just say that. It does look that way. We're going to continue. Okay. To your ex. But there is that better person out there. And Julia, I promise you it is me. I will love you like you've never been loved before. Mm. I will cherish you. I'll make you f- feel like a woman, a real woman. So he has met her once at this point. Yeah. After you experience me, you won't even know who your ex-boyfriend is. Okay. Okay. So, bit worried about that one. Open up your heart. To me in your arms. Let's go full throttle. Okay. I could see me falling in love with you. Okay. 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 Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm going to say within reason that was less than 12 hours of knowing this woman. Maximum 12. Right. So that's, I mean, at that point, would you, would you continue listening or watching that video or do you think now I'm piecing out at this point? I think I would be so paralyzed with abject horror that I would actually be physically unable to pause the video. If you want to have a really nice screenshot, it's 1 minute 17 on the Good Morning Julia video, thanks to Avery McGuinness, who's posted this up on YouTube. Big thanks to her. It looks like he is, uh, his inner self has come out. Let's just say that, if you want to have a quick peek at this. If I, well, I'm not going to say anything, except if I was the police, this is the photo I would use. I'll say that. 
both because I think encapsulates it better. I think it's r- m- relatively flattering. Uh, no. Okay. We'll continue playing. Okay. I just, okay. And I just melt. Anyhow, I'm heading off to work. This is my cute little home. Everything you see behind me. In all fairness, it's a mass- it looks massive. Every square inch from crown molding to chair rail to floors to lighting to plumbing. It was talking about carpenters. Windows. So this is the type of guy you're getting. I'm a very handy guy. This guy's and, uh, got amenities in his house. I'd love to build you whatever you want. Okay. You're a sweetheart. How about a barrier separating you so, two? I hope this video doesn't scare you, but that's how I feel. I just want you to know that. Okay? And I look forward to uh, going out to dinner with you. So let's make it happen. Mwah. Ciao, baby. Oh, God. And just quick, just this is what he ends with, by the way, because we're too busy screaming. This is how it ends. Okay, and I look forward to uh, going out to dinner with you. So Listen to this. Let's make it happen. Mwah. Ciao, baby. Oh. oh. Right. Do you know what? What? In that final second and a half, he turned it all around for me. Really? Really. A bit of the old Mediterranean language. A little bit of that. That was enough. That was saucy enough and spicy enough. I, w- I would be texting back at least. Ciao, baby. I'd be texting back saying, never contact me again or you're getting the cops on your ass. I will say, I mean, categorically hooligan, right? Well... No two ways about it. What is a hooligan, though? So a hooligan, in my opinion, is somebody who's a bit of an outsider, lives on the edge, mm-hmm. doesn't give a F, right, about the government and what's <sighs> going on, puts his finger up at you know, authority, and I'll let you decide which finger that is. Don't want to. Has unorthodox ideas around facial hair. And sends unsolicited videos declaring his love to uh, unsuspecting women just trying to get on with their day. Well, by that very specific definition, I can't help but agree. Yeah, I think he's definitely a hooligan. He is our hooligan. Uh, he's our hooligan for this week. Up next, we've got Incredible by M Beat for the wonderful General Levy. This is some Raga Jungle for you. Mixed with a little bit something different. So, listen into this.
That was Incredible featuring General Levy by Big Old M Beat, followed by a little mashup of Spirit Box Highly Rolly. It's High Roller. On freshair.org.uk, I'm Teddy. I'm Tom. And you're listening to Our, Our Child. Child. Oh, hang on. Is it time for... Boy, what? Okay, hit me with it. Hit me with it. Round two. Hit now, remember, these are all available on Netflix, with the exception of the ones that are fake. Of course. Because they aren't real films. Round two. Film number one, Living on the Edge. That's Living on the Edge. <laughs> film number two, Friendship. <laughs> and film number three, Toilet, A Love Story. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Living on the Edge, again, is one of those films that could be about anything, but as we all know, that seems to be a running theme with, with Bollywood, or at least Indian cinema. Yeah. Do you want the plots? No. I, I'm going to ask the plot from Living on the Edge. Okay. The CEO of a sunglasses company discovers that there's more to life than money when he meets a beautiful woman in a bar. Okay. She convinces him to enter a dance competition, and he agrees to compete, but injures himself in the final and is paralyzed from the neck down. Oh, right. That's living on the edge. <laughs> is that the entire thing? Is that the entire Why is it? He's not that. It's because he's literally... He's, he's after, literally uh, living on the edge. The doctor's like... The doctor's like, mate, yeah, you're living on the edge. He's like, who are you? <laughs> you're a doctor. I'm not sure you're allowed to say that. <laughs> Did you sign a document saying you're not allowed to speak like that to your own patients? Well, as you say, anything goes in Bollywood. <laughs> so living on the edge, friendship and... A toilet love story. Toilet colon a love story. <laughs> Emphasis on the colon. I wish. I, <laughs> hey! Uh, we'll heal night because we, because we can't leave. Nothing better to do. Yet. I'm going to say friendship. It's already starting to ring fake to me, but I'm going to ask the plot. Okay, the plot of friendship is... So no one told you life was... Uh, anything, any relation to that? There's no, no relation to Ross and the guys. <laughs> TV's Ross and the guys is not involved. Friendship is a story, uh, it's, in a way it's its own love story. Two straight guys, now you might think I shouldn't specify that, but it's important. Pretend to be gay, see, yeah. uh, in order to secure a Miami apartment. Okay. When they both fall for their roommate, hilarity ensues, and the roommate's a sexy girl. Right. Uh, hilarity ensues, I'll be the judge of that, as they strive to convince everyone that they are gay while also oh. trying to win her heart. Okay. Is this just not an early naughty Seth Rogen film? Uh, no, this is a friendship. Bollywood's friendship. <laughs> See, in a, in a, I tell you what, in a courtroom, he'd help. <laughs> he'd hold up really well because that was a doozy. My pulse is at like forty-two right now. I feel nothing. I'm going to say it's toilet colon and love story without even hearing the plot. Do you want, just for the sake of it? Do you want to hear the plot to toilet a love story? Yes, go on then. Okay, this movie begins with the marriage of a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Conflict comes knocking on the first day of their marital life when the woman leaves the man after discovering that there is no toilet. The man sets out on a mission to win back her love by installing a toilet. Hang on, but isn't it quite a cultural norm to have not indoor toilets in certain houses in India? Like, that's not exactly... Is it just a cultural well, That thing? might be, but this I might also know that and have done that. So you don't know. I can't, sorry, I can't believe that the second one is a film, if, an Indian film. I don't want to believe that. I'd rather be wrong than to actually think that. So that's who you're going with? No, I'm going with the first one. Living on the Edge. Yeah, I'm going to go for Living on the Edge. Final answer? No, I'm going for the third one. Oh, I don't know, because <laughs> the first one sounds like something you'd make up to make me laugh. <laughs> the second one sounds like, not maybe not Seth Rogen, but definitely like a, 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 a Adam Sandler film. Yeah, it's more of the Sandler ilk. Christ. All right, I'm going to say Adam, this Adam Sandler film. Friendship. Yeah. Oh, wrong again. <laughs> the fake one was living on the edge. You're so close. No. You almost you said it. You did make it up to make me laugh. I okay. did make it up to make... Well, yeah. The whole thing is supposed to make you laugh, Teddy, I'll be honest. <laughs> right. Okay. 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 So we've got one more round. Right. So we're all for two, okay. but that's okay. Okay. I really want to win this one. You can still win it back. No, no you can't. <laughs> Statistically, I can't. Well... I'm lost. Uh, can we say this one's worth three points? We can. Okay, right. We'd be lying, but we can. <laughs> round three. Okay. Three, three points. Round, round three. Yeah. <laughs> round three. Uh, I, again, headbutted the mic boom stand with my forehead, as opposed to with my <laughs> knee. Carry on. Film number one. I couldn't get a translation, slash didn't want to make up a translation. Okay. Uh, for this one, it's Tamasha. Film number two, Money Machine. 
<laughs> Film number three, OMG, colon, oh my god, exclamation mark. Okay. Nah, okay, I already think it's the first one, but I want to hear the plots for all of them. Which one do you want to hear first? No, we'll start, we'll start from the bottom and work our way up. Uh, okay, so the last one first? No, one. Okay, okay. <laughs> Tamasha, a man with a borderline personality <laughs> disorder, steals a ring from a eunuch. <laughs> And uses it to propose to his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that's really lovely. John, or whatever his name is. Oh, where'd you get it? Ah, don't worry about that. <laughs> don't worry about that. Why does it smell of fungus? Ah, oh, shut up. You know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. Later, office life turns him into a normal, boring man. And at the end of the film, his life turns out to be a comedy sketch. What? Really? I do. I spoil most of them, as you've probably realised. That's really good. That's, I mean, that's quite a nice twist. Thank you. I mean, Bollywood thanks you. Do you want to hear the second plot? Hit me with it. Money Machine. A smart lawyer who's down on his luck hatches a scheme where he takes bribes from rich companies to represent the people suing them and deliberately loses the cases. The ghost of his father convinces him to stop and he decides to confess in order to expose the companies. This sounds like it could be just a maybe Tom Hanks in his 40s as a lawyer mm-hmm. film. Okay. But right. is it Bollywood? We're not is sure. It Bollywood, okay. Because Tom Hanks isn't in Bollywood ever. Number three. I well, we haven't checked. I, well, I checked before this. Oh, of course. OMG, colon, oh my God. Kanji owns a shop that sells Hindu idols and antiques. One day, an earthquake destroys his shop and he decides to sue God for the damages. He wins the case. That's OMG, colon, oh my God. Exclamation oh, mark. clever. Okay, in terms of actually wanting to see any of these films, I think the foreign language name, I, I want that to be real because that's a really funny idea. Or that could also be terrible. The second one about the lawyer. What's that one called again? Money Machine. And the fact is, he, it's a money machine because he's... Why is it a money machine? It's just the name of the film. Right. Uh, and the third one... <laughs> oh, that helps. I'm going to say, if it's God, then that's... Either it's a Christian film or it's a aspect of or, or just Vishnu. Is it just God in general? Uh, it's it's the it's the Abrahamic God. Okay, so it's it's tailored to that population of India, which is not a massive population. It's like five percent, which is still like tens of millions of people. I'm gonna say the first one's far too clever. I'm gonna say that you made the first one up. You think I made the first one up? Yeah. You don't think Bollywood is clever enough to make the first one? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying I've been tricked twice before and I won't be tricked again. Do you want to hear the truth? Yeah. Money Machine is You've my invention. You've got to be kidding me! <laughs> You've got to be kidding me! Right, I need to check up on my Tamasha, Tamasha is an authentic piece of genius from the Bollywood world. Uh, Money Machine, uh, I pulled out my arse at three o'clock this morning. <laughs> Money to Machine! To believing. Yeah. I need to trust my gut more. I, I'll try to be clever. Uh, speaking of gut, your gut is currently full. Oh, yes. Do you know what time it is? Now David will review a double Yep, it's now time for the Twix review with Tom Iden. So Hi. Because we're not in the fresh air studio, we can actually eat. We can drink some, shall we say, wheat water, fizzy yep. wheat water. Mm-hmm. But what tom had filled his belly with was none other than a twix bar now i will say this twix bar was sent to uh sent to the flat by david so he now knows that we are in this studio recording and he now knows that all is well he's he's caught up with everything and we're all wishing him well he hopes we hope he's back from orlando airport soon yeah but i do hope he's all right do hope he's all right but i will say quite alarming it is not addressed to me it is addressed to you that's true yeah Right, so he somehow, he somehow knew that you were going to be here performing. I've not contacted him since 2019. Uh-huh. It's a long time. Yeah. I should be a bit, I should be a bit alarmed at that, but I'm slightly charmed. Charmed at alarm.com. What, how's the Twix bar, Tom? You know, I'm okay with it. I unwrapped the Twix bar earlier today. Inside, which is what you expect, really, two, two chocolate-covered uh, caramel biscuits. They were slightly crushed, but I had sat on them, so I won't blame... Uh, Twix Incorporated for that. All the all the United States Postal Service for transporting it over the seas of the Atlantic. Actually. I can't blame them. I did sit on it, although it could have been crushed before that. I don't have any proof of that. That's very noble of you, because many would just say it was it was the Transatlantic Postal Service. I would. Yeah, or that David was trying to poison me. 
The one next was I ate the Twix. Biting into the Twix, I would say, was an experience that I would describe as familiar. Okay. Sounds rather nice. <laughs> what? Yeah. I'm thinking about it now. To an extent. Right. <laughs> all right. And I'm all for this segment. Right. Arguably, is there not an extent to which? Yeah. A Twix is a Twix. Well, thanks for joining me <laughs> in this episode of Our Child, episode two, season three. We're now going to play Living by the Band, Sordid Pink, from their debut album. It's goodbye from me, Teddy. It's goodbye from me, Tom. And you're listening to Our Child. I lose it